Welcome back to the Rocket Refuel. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the kickoff episode of this and enjoyed seeing our faces on the old YouTube. Uh, I'm Kyle W., executive producer of the Midnight Blue and Gold Launchpad. And I have with me Dan Rocketman Savage and up, Texas, Texas Nate Kresge. How's it going, everybody? I like the nickname. It's it's it rolls off the tongue. It's nice. Texas Rocket, Texas Nate. It I works. Know, finally got a nickname, so that's what counts. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So like like last episode, we're just gonna roll into a little bit of an update for basketball for men's and women's and baseball and softball. So with that being said, we'll kick it off to Dan and uh get you some basketball updates. Yeah, uh, last week, uh, right after we recorded, I think we got the actual podcast out the day after the Akron game, which was a big game at Savage Arena for the men for first place. And we played some defense. It was awesome. Uh, Held probably the MAC player of the year, Enrique Freeman, to 14 points. Um, We kind of had him within reach most of the second half. Um, We Kept their best player outside of Freeman, Ali Ali, also 14 points. He had 26 against us the first time. Um, they were below 40% from the field, 26% from three. That was what I was looking for as we were competing for first place. Um, Sonny Wilson had his breakout. I thought this was going to be, you know, our, our game changer. He had 18 points. Um, so we moved into first place after playing Akron. And we went down to Bowling Green three days later and uh, fell on our face a little bit. Uh, Kowalczyk talked about the middle eight, the last four minutes in the first half and the first four in the second half. Uh, we did not play very, very good. Uh, Marcus Hill got us the first time for like 25 points. He had 31 this time against us. Uh, Rashid, uh, Rashawn AG, their big man, he had a double-double, uh, 12 and 13. So we we just couldn't hang. The environment was tough. We We played too many competitive games to get up for, I think, in a row. So it was kind of just like a losing spot. And so, you know, you lose to your rival. We still took four out of five in the big three sports against them. So it is what it is. And then we, I thought was, was another bounce back spot after that. We had the, the Olympic Northern Illinois Huskies come into town and we did not show up. It was crazy. Um, David Coit for them had 27 points. Uh, they had 19 bench points with a hobbled roster. I think they only had like seven or eight uh, scholarship guys on the team and they outscored our bench with their bench um moss had like eight points and then was pulled and didn't play at the end of the second half so i don't know what that was about might have talked something to the coach um but cochran showed up he was the one that kept us in the game he had 27 um his former former team he seems like he always plays well against northern um we were six of 12 from the free throw line not going to get it done in mac play against anybody um, and it sucks because Akron and Central Michigan at the top of the standings also lost. So that was we had an opportunity to move up back into tie for first, and we and we blew it at home. So first uh, MAC home loss in 13 months, which is rough. And and now they go to Buffalo, who is in dead last place. Um, but we've seen that if we don't bring our A game or even B game, we can lose. So uh, Saturday at two, Buffalo Bulls on the road, beaten by 11 the first time. You got to get back on track heading into the last week of conference play. And then the ladies, uh, on the other hand, had a great week and a half. They played a, a struggling Miami team. And although I don't think Toledo 
played that well. We basically doubled him up. We held him to 25.5% from the field and 17% from three. Uh, 12 Toledo players uh, scored a point, led by uh, 16 from Sophia Wired. So awesome game. And then that led into the pink out game, uh, biggest game of the year at Savage, probably minus the Michigan game and maybe Bowling Green. And we blew the doors off the Ball State Cardinals, 70 to 48. Um, both teams shot horribly in the first quarter. We were only up 10 to 6, but our defense stayed uh, – oh, lost my headphone there. <laughs> uh, the defense stayed down pat the entire time. Uh, we held them to 33% from the field, 20% from three. And Sammy McConowitz had her breakout game of the year, 24 points. She had a nice little like six or eight point run in the fourth quarter where she had like a three pointer and then a steal and a layup and she blew the roof off of Savage. It was awesome. So um, now we're back in first place. Uh, interesting too, like Cook played awesome. She had 10 points. Q had a 10. We were a hundred percent from the free throw line against Ball State. Like that is winning basketball. Something I'd wish I'd see from the men more often, just the little things uh, always defensively sound. And then after that Ball State game, we took on uh, Northern Illinois, who was a team had who had beaten Ball State. So we knew that they have some players. Um, both teams lit it up in the first quarter. It was tied 21 to 21 after the first. Um, honestly, like Wired played great. Nan, Q, they all had 14. Goss hit some threes, had 13 points. Um, we were 12 of 28 from three, which is pretty good for the ladies. They don't usually shoot at that high of a clip. And uh, we won the third quarter, 23 to 12. And that was what separated us. We won 74 to 61. So just consistently playing good defense. Teams aren't going to shoot the lights out every quarter. And now we're in sole possession of first place. We go to Western Michigan Saturday at one. And uh, they're near the tail end of the standings, but they play really hard. Uh, Caitlin Zaricki is their, their really good player, probably first team all Mac caliber. She had 23 against us the first time. So uh, we stop her. We probably win this game, but can't look look ahead to the final week of the max schedule. Unlike the men, uh, just keep playing good defense. So we should roll into the MAC tournament with the one seed. And now, since we are the automatic qualifier, the bracketologist for the women's side, Charlie Cream has us as a 13 seed, which is it's weird because our net is 67, and that's not awesome but I feel like our resume metrics are much better than that. We're 32 in the RPI, 32 in the power ranking. Um, to see a team like Michigan get put, put into the field and Toledo just be a 13 seed is uh, pretty unjust, I would say. But nothing you can do. Just keep winning, and then uh, hopefully we bring our great crowd to the MAC tournament here in a couple weeks. I'm glad you bring that up, Dan, because uh, I did watch the Northern Illinois game, and uh, – you know, Toledo, just we're just so graceful to have such a huge fan base for our women's team watching that dismal crowd. Uh, mm-hmm. The Northern Illinois, bro. I get it. it was it was a terrible outside midweek, but still, like Toledo will still fill up at least half. You know, it, that was that was sad. So yeah, yeah. Trisha mentioned that Q's family was there. She's from uh, Missouri, I think. So. Okay. It's cool that they they cut the drive in half. It was like a six hour drive or something, which it would be to Toledo. And yeah, we you could hear them on uh, the radio broadcast. We had about thirty to fifty fans there, and I heard them over all the Northern Illinois fans. So uh, 
Yeah, that's just Mac Which, basketball for you in the middle of February. I'm sure a lot of people who tune in would uh, would agree the announcers for ESPN were awful. So I know you turned on Jim. Um, yeah, I gave it a minute and I said, nope. Yeah, I just synced it I, up. I muted it. I just I just read, uh, I guess, some of the captions, but I just I muted it and watched it. But yeah, yeah I know you turned on Jim Heller, which is always a treat. So he knows his mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and I mean, Absolutely. that's something something you bring up with the rankings with the women's we've talked with Trisha before, just like that whole process needs an overhaul. It's just, it, well, like you, the RPI was the system for out 10, 15 years. And so like, how could you for so long have made judgments based on that cut line? And then all of a sudden we're using something else and we're not even close. Like what? It doesn't make any sense. We're third in the mid major poll. Toledo is definitely worthy of an at large, say if they won every game and lost to Ball State in the championship game. But I don't know. We'll see what they do. I think Trisha is scheduled great out of conference, so we have a real um, – I mean, we beat the Big 12 champ last year in the NCAA tournament. Like, we had a little bit of staying power and name brand, I think, to maybe put us over the edge if that situation came into fruition. Yeah, I guess we'll see where, how it plays out with the MAC tournament, but the ladies are mm-hmm. red hot right now, so – no reason to yep. think they won't handle business for that. So, all right. Appreciate Absolutely. it, Dan. Uh, yep. Awesome. Awesome update. So we're going to roll right into Nate and uh, talk about some baseball and softball. Yeah. So last time we talked, um, baseball was about to start their season. Um, they're opening up at a series at Mercer. Uh, ended up um, losing that series one to two. Uh, Open up the first game. They won five, four in extra innings. And then lost the second game, uh, five to two, and then dropped the third game of that series, thirteen to three. Um, so not the best series there. Uh, then they went on the road again and uh, played at Winthrop, and they split that series with them. Uh, opened up the first game, lost three uh, zero. Um, then they had a doubleheader on that Saturday, the twenty fourth, uh, won two to one, and lost the second game seven to two, and then. Uh, closed out the series in Winthrop uh, with a 7-1 victory. So um, overall, they are 3-4. and four. Um, Have a series coming up this weekend at Southeast Missouri State. Uh, Four-game series. Uh, first game tomorrow, actually, at 4 p.m. Um, and then the doubleheader on Saturday and then a closeout game on Sunday. So um, busy next couple of days for them. And then... Uh, have one game uh, next Wednesday against Dayton, then they open up MAC play against Akron. So, should be uh, pretty exciting for the baseball. Uh, softball, a couple more games under their belt. Um, I believe last time I talked, they had started the season two and one, and then they had actually gone down to the uh, Velvet Milkman tournament. So, uh, in that series, they uh, opened up on Friday a 5 4 victory against IUPUI, and then they had a Second game that day as well and beat Western Illinois 10 to 6. Uh, and then also had a second game that day. I'm sorry, I apologize. On Saturday, had a doubleheader and played Western Illinois again, beat them three to two, and then lost to Murray State one to two. Um, and then they've closed out that tournament with a second game against IUPUI, and they lost that one eight, eight to zero. So um it was also that game was I don't know if it was due to weather, I'm not positive, but it was only a five inning game. Uh, it might actually be a mercy roll in softball. I'm, I'm not positive on that. But um, 
And then they start another tournament tomorrow, uh, the Purple Classic. And they're open up against Pacific and actually a doubleheader Pacific and then Grand Canyon. And another doubleheader on Saturday versus Montana, New Mexico. And they'll close out against Grand Canyon on Sunday. So uh, another busy uh, busy schedule for them. And then they'll be in California for the next, starting on the 6th through the 9th, they'll be in California. So um, they won't be home for a while. Yeah, that's a good way to bookend your spring break is uh, being in Phoenix and then California. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot better than here where you're 70 one day and 28 the next day. No that's kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Nate. Appreciate the update. And uh, you might be right on that mercy rule. I I know from my wife playing uh, Wizards in high school, they wanted that tournament to keep moving, and there's mercy rules. So yeah. I'm sure it's I'm sure there's similar rules, but not positive. Yeah, I I think also like the fifth day of a of a tournament, you might run out of pitchers' arms. There might be just some kind of handshake agreement, like just get out of here healthy. Yeah, yeah. It's too early in the season to be blowing through your bullpen and yeah potential injuries too i mean you never know mm-hmm. all right boys well i think it was another successful refuel here and hopefully the fans like it so uh, uh looking at a special guest next week for the main show so hey, definitely hey. keep your eyes out next week and uh we got the combine coming up quinion mitchell obviously representing toledo potential top 15 pick and I think he'll absolutely kill it at the combine. So a lot of analysts are definitely putting him on a must watch list. So I, mm-hmm. I think he'll have a good combine. So hoping the best. And we have uh and we have a new Mac member we can touch on on the next podcast. Yes, yes. Who uh welcome back, you UMass. know UMass, yes. So welcome that's, back. That's a good point, Dan. We're growing. Oh yeah. All right, guys. Well, great episode and uh one last thing. See you well. EDO. EDO.